0: Thanks for listening to the Revival Today podcast with evangelist Jonathan Shuttlesworth. To stay connected, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or online at revivaltoday.com. Now, here's evangelist Jonathan. Welcome to unseasonably warm Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I am joined with my wife's crazy twin sister, Miss Magalis Griffiths, and a special guest, my brother in law, all the way from Montreal, Quebec. That's Pastor Stefano Giswaldi pastors Good News Chapel. Thanks for joining me. Hey, glad to be here. And uh, that ad that you just saw for Radiance is a great women's conference. You know, if you're frustrated, on fire for God, you don't get to meet many other women that are like that, that's a great place not only to be ministered to by, by the Lord, but to make lifelong friends. You know, companionship's important. You can't feel like Elijah and do much in life, that you're the only one that serves God. So get to Orlando. It's about the easiest place to get to. It's on Interstate 4 where all the cars are just weaving in and out of lanes with Mickey Mouse ears on, totally checked out of any of the cars around them. and uh, Seriously. yeah, It's horrific. Terrible place to drive. So if you want to run a helicopter, I don't blame you. <laughs> right. But the information's right there. Sign up for Radiance Women's Conference, RevivalToday.com, slash Radiance. Any information you'd like on our ministry is found right there. RevivalToday.com has all the information. I'm Evangelist Jonathan Shuttlesworth. We launched this broadcast January 14th on Dish Network and DirecTV. I want to thank... Mr. Bob DeAndry from Christian Television Network for accommodating me. Thanks so much, my friend. And uh, I'm here live. This is, to my knowledge, the only live interactive program on Christian television. Because right now, if you have a question, prayer request, whatever, you can go on Facebook or YouTube Live right now. And in the comments, uh, I can see everything. Lisa, Lila, Allison, Liz on YouTube, Grace, Regina Weber. I see you, you can, Rondell from Pittsburgh, good to see you. So you can log on, and then we, do, we broadcast for an hour before we go live on TV, and we stay on for a few minutes after to take any questions. So I would love to be able to interact with you. You know, it's not 1985. TV's different. I'm here for you. Any way I can help you, I'd be happy to help you. Some of you are shut in in a hospital, shut in in your own home, under 24-hour care, uh, under 24-hour probation or house arrest. I'm not here to judge but you can't get out of the house, hard to get to church. That's why why you utilize Christian television. I want you to know I care about you, and we care about you here. That's why we went on Christian television. In fact, to show you that I'm not blowing smoke, if you have a grandchild, this is my wife's book that she made. It's called Fierce, The Biblical Account of How David Slew Goliath by my wife, Adon Shuttlesworth. Beautifully illustrated, the story of David. And when we had our child, Camila, we realized they stripped the testosterone out of most of the Bible stories. It said, I remember we read one, and Noah built the ark, and Noah was very tired. That's not in the Bible. So we made this, where after your kid reads it, he will be ready. He will wish there's a bully at school. He'll take a smooth stone and a sling and deal with it himself without going to the principal. So if you want that kind of grandchild, we're going to give away 10 of these for free to the first 10 that call. All you got to do is call that number, no strings attached, no giving necessary. 412-440-1412, 412-440-1412. I would love to ship all of them to Las Vegas. I know we're on in Las Vegas now. I love Las Vegas. Probably shouldn't have said that as a minister, but I do. And it's already out. You can't take the words back. And it's live television. Las Vegas is a great city. And Christian television just went on there. And uh, Arizona, California. First 10 that call, I'll send those out as a way of just saying thank you for watching and that we love you. We've been taking this whole month and dealing with the subject, dominion over sickness and disease. Dominion over all sickness and all disease. So what is dominion? You know, it's a word you don't hear in Christianity much. I'll show you dominion role model. Acts chapter 5. Acts chapter 5 verse 12. The Bible says the apostles were performing many miraculous signs and wonders among the people, and all the believers were meeting regularly at the temple in the area known as Solomon's Colonnade, but no one dared to join them, even though all the people had high regard for them. Yet more and more people believed and were brought to the Lord, crowds of both men and women. Verse 15, as a result of the apostles' work, sick people were brought out into the streets on beds and mats. That perchance Peter's shadow might fall across some of them as he went by. Crowds came from the villages around Jerusalem, bringing their sick and those possessed by evil spirits. And they were all healed. That's not struggling with sickness and disease. That is dominating sickness and disease. Jesus didn't say that would be something Peter would do. Jesus said, these signs will follow all who believe. In my name, they will cast out devils. They will lay their hands on the sick, and the sick will recover. Sickness, we've st- covered this uh, a few days back. Sickness is a work of the devil. Acts ten thirty eight. 38. How, and you, no doubt you know how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. So the healing ministry of Jesus set people free that were oppressed of the devil. One out of every three people that Jesus healed, if you study it in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, one out of every three people that Jesus healed, there was an evil spirit that had to be dealt with. Jesus never had to cast his father out of anybody that was sick. He had to deal with the devil. Sickness is of the devil. There wasn't any in the Garden of Eden. There weren't any handicapped parking spaces in the Garden of Eden. There won't be any children's hospitals in heaven. Sickness and disease has a demonic root and for this reason was the Son of God made manifest, 1 John 3, 8, to destroy the work of the devil. Not to help you deal with the work of the devil. Not to comfort you as the devil works you over. That God empowers the believer to destroy every work of the devil. To set the captive free. That's domination. That's not please come out, you know, oh, Father we pray, please. That is Peter wasn't praying, Lord, if it be thy will, we ask you to touch those that have been laid on mat. No, they laid it. There was so much power emanating from Peter that if somebody got in the vicinity of it, no matter what the spirit, no matter what the sickness, it had to go. That's domination. That's that word dominion. That's God restoring to man what he had before the fall. He blessed them and gave them dominion to rule over the earth. We don't have time in half an hour to cover everything we have dominion over. But I'm going to be on air for a long time until Jesus comes back. So let's just take one area. The area that most people struggle with. The area that I could go to about any church in this country and say, how many of you need a touch in your body? And for some reason, 100% of the hands. It's not normal. It's no more normal than if I said, how many of you are living in sin today here in this church? And everybody put their hand up. There's a problem. Because Jesus not only forgave us of our sins, Romans 6, uh, chapter 6, verses 1 to 16, says he destroyed sin's control over us. Verse 14, sin shall not have dominion over you. So sin's not to rule you, you're to make sin your slave, under your feet. And the same sacrifice that took care of sin took care of every sickness and every disease. We studied that the last two days of this week, Galatians chapter 3. But Christ has redeemed us, not will redeem us. How many of you know we have these earthly bodies right now and they get sick, but one day in heaven, no, it doesn't say one day he'll redeem us. It says, but Christ hath redeemed us, has already redeemed us from all the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. Galatians 3.13, as it is written, cursed is everything that is hung on a tree. Deuteronomy 28 verses 15 to 68 clearly identifies every sickness and disease there is even those not mentioned in this book of the law as part of the curse of the law and Christ has redeemed us from it. You know why I'm saying this? Not to let you know that I know a lot of the Bible. I'm trying to let you know that what you've been coerced into thinking you have to put up with, you don't have to put up with it. Jesus paid a high price for you to never be on oxygen. For your back to never touch a hospital bed unless it's to push a baby out. Christians are not meant to be being treated in the hospital. Christians are meant to go in and get people out of the hospital. Dominion over sickness and disease. And I'm going to give you one of the areas there is in dominion over sickness and disease. Guys, do we have Augustine queued up or no? I'm going to play a video for you, spur of the moment. This is the first crusade that we did in America, and we've done many more since, more than 10 past this one. This is in Philadelphia. This is not somewhere overseas. This guy has been out of jail for 10 days, comes to the crusade drunk, the power of God sobered him up, and then listen to his testimony, titanium spine, totally crippled up, and watch what the power of God did. I'll see you on the other side of the video. Go ahead and roll it, Ron. Giving back to the people, so I thought I would come out and enjoy myself you all. I came here tonight for the party. I had a good time. I actually won a raffle yesterday. What is it that's behind the name of Jesus that gives it so much power? The Bible says because Jesus. Remember. Jesus wasn't created. He left heaven, came to this earth just to die for me and just to die for you. The Bible says as a reward for doing that, God has raised him to the highest place of honor in heaven and has given him a name that is above, not equal to, that is above every name. Because Jesus died for you, conquered death, and ascended into heaven never to die again, God gave him a name that is above every name, that when you invoke that name, everything has to bow. Then the Bible says when he ascended to heaven, he gave his church use of that name. My name is Agustin Rosado. I reside in North Philadelphia right now. I have titanium from the nook of my neck down to see sin I don't have a spine like you do. I have my spine in titanium, fused together. Lost movement in pain all the time. But by the grace of my Jehovah Jireh and my Jesus and the Holy Ghost last night, I feel no pain. I can jump. I can walk. I I can move it. Hallelujah. He said, though I'm in heaven, I gave the devil such a butt whooping that I don't have to come back when you pray. Just use my name. And when you say my name, the devil will remember what a butt kicking I laid on him 2,000 years ago. And he'll bow his knee and every captive will be set free. I prophesy tonight on this field in Nicetown, no matter what your captivity, no matter how severe your bondage, you leave this field free tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. I mean, a pinnacle scripture in the Bible is Hebrews thirteen eight. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. So if you think miracles don't happen anymore, how do you explain that? You think the devil... delivered him from alcohol and gave him his ability to walk back. That's not the devil. Jesus and the devil don't mix jobs. The thief came to steal, kill, and destroy, which is what he had done to Augustine up till that point. But I have come that you might have life and have it in all of its fullness. Hallelujah. God never changes. There's not even a shadow of turning. The God of this Bible loves you as much as he loves any of the people in here if, or more in the Old Testament. Jesus said, I thank you that you love them as you've loved me. That's how God feels about me. That's how God feels about you. And anybody that has love and power. You know, you, many of you that are watching like me, you've had a child, at least one. That child gets sick and you love that child with all your heart. If you had the power to take that sickness out, would you? But you don't. But God has all power. So he not only loves us, by his power he did something to express his love, which in the realm of sickness and disease was before Jesus went to the cross. He had 39 stripes laid on his back. If those stripes were for his sin, or for our sin, there would have been no reason for him to go to the cross next. The price would have been paid. But the stripes were not for our sin. The stripes were for our sickness and our disease. He took all our infirmity and carried away all my disease in his own body. Healing and salvation. The Siamese twins of the gospel. They always went hand in hand. And it's never changed. I want to talk to you about one element that produces dominion over sickness and disease. That is a word called faith. Romans chapter 4, verse 18. Even when there was no reason for hope, Abraham kept hoping, believing that he would be the father of many nations. For God had told him, that's how many descendants you will have. And Abraham's faith never weakened. Even though at about 100 years old, his body was as good as dead. And so was Sarah's womb. But Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger. And the Amplified Bible says, and his body became empowered by faith. Turn to Mark chapter 5. Over a little bit to the left. That was Romans 4. Here's Mark 5. Mark 5, verse 25. A woman in the crowd had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding. She had suffered a great deal from many doctors, and over the years she had spent everything she had to pay them. But she had gotten no better. In fact, she was worse. But when she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him through the crowd and touched his robe. Why? For she thought to herself, If I can just touch his robe, I know I will be healed. Immediately, verse 29, immediately the bleeding stopped and she could feel in her body that she had been healed of her terrible condition. Jesus realized at once that healing power had gone out from him. So he turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my robe? His disciples said to him, look at this crowd pressing in around you. How can you ask who touched me? But he kept on looking around to see who had done it. Then the frightened woman, trembling at the realization of what had happened to her, came and fell to her knees in front of him and told him what she had done. And he said to her, daughter, be encouraged. Thy faith has made you well. You know, I hope you don't go to this kind of church, but there's churches all through America that teach that the reason there were miracles in the book of Acts, the reason there were miracles in the life and ministry of Jesus, and there aren't any today, is the Holy Spirit did those things then, but then the Holy Spirit was lifted when that which is perfect, the word of God came, and that's why those things don't happen anymore. I have a question for those people. Did the Bible say that Jesus said to the woman, Daughter, be encouraged. The Holy Ghost has made you well. Did the Bible say Abraham's body became strong because of the Holy Ghost? No. Abraham's body grew strong and was empowered by faith. Daughter, be encouraged. And he said to her, Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Faith in and of itself. Faith is a living power drawn from the living word of God that produces living proof in real life. You know, you hear faith talked about in America. You know, what faith are you? I'm Catholic. I'm, I'm of the Protestant faith. That's not faith. Faith is believing God. That woman didn't say when she heard about Jesus, ah, what's he going to do? I've been going to doctors for 12 years. You know, I spent everything I have. I've tried all these. No. When she heard about Jesus, think about it. After 12 years, just like Abraham. She's like the female version of Abraham in the Bible. Because both of them. What man that's told he's going to have a son at 70 and still doesn't have the son at 100. And God said it'll be through that woman who's now 90. Whose womb didn't work when she was 20. If you couldn't have babies at 25, you don't start at 90. Thank God. No one wants to get that call from their great-grandma. He would just immediately vomit all over the receiver of the phone. If it didn't work then, it's not going to work. But Abraham, the Bible says, never wavered. But in fact, his faith grew stronger and his body was empowered by faith. Daughter, be encouraged. Why? Jesus, well, I know when it's God's will. You listen to me watching right now on your living room couch. In your bed, in your craftmatic adjustable bed, with crumbs all over your chest, I can see you. Don't ever think that it's going to take God a long time. Well, you know, in God's timing, you want to know something? If it was God's time to heal that woman of the issue of blood, how come Jesus didn't know who touched him? Jesus didn't go to that woman and heal her. That woman went to Jesus. Your faith can draw. The banquet table was made ready and the master of ceremony said, go and tell them all things are ready. It's laying there right now for your faith to lay hold of. That woman didn't say, hope he comes to my town someday. She said, I know if I touch him, not I hope if I touch him, I know when I touch him, I will be made whole. We're going to pray in about two minutes. I want you to let that kind of faith build in you right now. Daughter, be encouraged. So even if there was no Holy Spirit, and there sure is, he lives on the inside of me. Greater is he who lives in you than all those evil spirits that are in the world. But even if you listen to those people that don't know any better and say, well, the Holy Spirit's not doing that on the earth anymore. Well, the Bible tells you in several places. What did he tell the blind men? Believest thou that I am able to make you to see? Yea, Lord. And immediately their eyes came open. As you have believed, so has it happened. Faith, listen to me, if you've missed everything I've said. Faith in and of itself carries the capacity to draw the miracle working power of God into your body. And I'm going to turn my faith loose right now and pray for you. It's not up to God's time. If that woman waited on God's timing, she would have died from that infirmity. Jesus was not headed her way. She decided by faith, I'm going to head that way and I am going to touch him. Which was a risk. You're a lady in the Middle East now and you dive and grab a man's robe. It's not going to go over well. So you can imagine what why she was trembling then when he said, who touched me? She thought she was going to get a beating. But Jesus said, daughter, be encouraged. Your faith has made you well. Faith carries the capacity. To draw on the miracle working power of God for your body. Proverbs chapter 4. My son, attend unto my words. For they are life under your flesh and radiant health under your bones. God's word is medicine. He sent his word. Psalm 107. He sent his word and healed them, delivering them from the door of death. Somebody tell me one Bible reason why you have to be sick for 30 more seconds. Enough is enough. The spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has anointed me to preach good news to set at liberty. Those who have been bruised to preach deliverance to the captives. That's what a preacher's job is. You've been in that captivity. Somebody's going to get up and walk right now before I even get the chance to pray. It's bubbling in your heart. Do something with it. Don't just sit there and start working. Start moving. Tell your legs to do what they were created to do. Get up. Nobody's going to carry you to the bathroom. Nobody's going to carry you to the toilet. Nobody's going to bathe you anymore. You're too, you're too big for that. God made you with dignity. Be whole. Lift your hands right now. Put your left hand up to God. Put your right hand where the problem is. If you have like 19 problems, put your hand on top of your head. In Jesus' name, be thou made whole. Thank you, Lord. Be whole of thy plague. Be delivered from the thing the devil meant to, what the devil meant to destroy you, I declare it destroyed now, not in five minutes. Now, in Jesus' mighty name. Now just lift both hands and begin to thank God and move what you couldn't move. Breathe like you couldn't breathe. Take your dirty CPAC machine out and breathe. You're not meant to be hooked up to that thing, my friend. I curse COPD. I curse the beginnings of COPD. Be whole. And everybody that's watching me right now, if you were going to stand before God at 1 p.m. Eastern time, in 3 minutes and 45 seconds, would you be ready to meet him? Many of you that are watching, you will not be ready to meet him. I want you to pray with me right now and receive Jesus Christ. It's time to be saved. I want to meet you in heaven. Whether I ever meet you on planet earth, I want to meet you here. Let's pray. Say this out loud. Dear heavenly father, forgive me of all my sins. I believe in my heart. You raised Jesus from the dead. I confess with my mouth. Jesus is my Lord and my savior. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for restoring me. Thank you for making me new. In Jesus' name, amen. I made a CD set just for people that got saved. I'll send it to you free. All you got to do is call the number at the bottom of the screen. Call it right now. I want to hear from you. Call now. 412-440-1412. 412-440-1412. We have people ask, is that a toll-free number? If you still have a phone plan where you get tolls, For domestic calling, it's time to renegotiate your 1993 MCI phone plan. 412-440-1412. Call now. I want to hear from you. I really want to hear from you. 412-440, and I'm going to send this to you right away. Got about 30 seconds. For those of you that have a desire to give, I'm believing for a 1,000 partners to stand with us as we take the gospel on television, revival meetings in churches, and outdoor crusades in the United States, Canada, Africa, If you know this is what this country needs and you want to stand with this young preacher, I welcome you to the fold. We're believing for 1,000 partners. I'll send you my brand new uh, February prophetic word that just came out. The camels are coming. Call that same number and partner up. You can always go to revivaltoday.com as well, but we've got the phone number at the bottom of the screen. I'll send this to you, and I'm going to send you T.L. Osborne's book to everybody that partners today, Healing the Sick. I will see you next time. If you're on Facebook and YouTube, I'll see you on the other side.